everybody, Chris Harry with you on the Chargers Training Camp Podcast, just four days away from the team's preseason opener against the Seattle Seahawks. Today, my guest is quarterback Philip Rivers. Rivers and I discuss the team's first season in Los Angeles, playing in the StubHub Center, and his optimism entering the 2017 season. Philip Rivers joins me on the Chargers Training Camp Podcast. Philip, how you doing? Doing great, thanks. Second week of training camp is underway, and we're counting down to that first preseason game Sunday at StubHub versus Seattle. And, Philip, these last two weeks have been new for everybody. It's kind of like the first day of school. How do you think the team has made that transition coming up to Costa Mesa? I thought it's been about as smooth as it could be. I really do. Obviously, it's a lot of new, as you said, for everybody. A lot of unknown. You know, it was a lot of firsts for us those first couple of days and getting settled in, but uh, I think that – staff has done a heck of a job of, of making it as smooth as possible on us players so we can really focus on the football and and uh, have, a, have a good camp. It's pretty seamless at this point, right? You guys you guys are here at a hotel in Costa Mesa, and right now it's kind of like parallel paths. The, the complex is being set up for you guys. How excited are those guys to get into the building and everybody be under one roof? Yeah, I think exciting. I think, again, that'll be the, kind of the last phase, I think, of that transition. You know, we got to practice in the StubHub against the Rams last week. Uh, as you mentioned, we play against the Seahawks here uh, this coming Sunday. So I think that's kind of the last step when we get into our new facility and kind of find that that in-season home, uh, year-round home, I guess uh, I should say, that's when it'll be kind of that last step and we can really feel like, all right, we're settled, we're here, we got a feel for camp, we got a feel for the fans, got a feel for the community all through training camp, and then we can really just focus on the season. You got a small taste of what StubHub can be last week in that joint practice against the Rams. And, Phil, you've played in just about every single NFL stadium. We know the fan experience is going to be pretty incredible. What's the biggest adjustment for you playing at a stadium like that? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that they'll be one. Once you, It was good to get over there last week. I think you take advantage of these two preseason games in the stadium uh, to get a feel. I think as a quarterback, it's really more the sight lines and kind of the feel of – you know, the backdrop of the end zone, kind of getting your depth perception and all those things anytime you're in a new stadium. But that's the same way when you go on the road. So uh, I think once we get settled in, but I was really uh, impressed by the setup and kind of the feel of it. We didn't get a full taste of it, uh, but I think with that place full, it can be a heck of an environment. The fans are on top of you. And it gets really loud. I mean, 30,000 people, it may not sound like it's going to be very loud, but I think in that condensed of an environment, when you get that place rocking, that's going to be quite the home field advantage. I think so. And kind of the way the overhangs on both sides, you know, I think it would kind of close in the sound. And, you know, I was talking to a few uh, guys over there at the Galaxy, and I know soccer's a different sport, different kinds of uh, cheering and roars in a soccer match, but uh, they said when it gets going, it's loud. They they kind of feel like the sound's going to stay in there, and it'll be a it'll be a we'll, we will still be able to create that home field advantage, even though the numbers won't be uh, what we're used to. What was the vibe after practice when the guys had their first taste of it? I, I, I have to imagine that once you're there, you get the sense that okay, this is going to be a lot of fun in 2017. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what most of the guys felt. I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, people don't make a big deal that it's smaller and all that, but I think the guys, and I think too, there is a bias there because it's ours. You know, I think our guys. Guys take ownership in it being like oh this is this is our place and let's make it uh make it a special place to play and looking forward to doing that there's a uniqueness about it that i come from the lakers and that vibe on a friday night at staples center with the the special lights looking like a broadway show in the floor seats there's an ambiance to it that goes beyond just sport and I think it's going to be really neat to have that in your back pocket for the next three years before you move into the big palace. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think, too, you know, we get three games at home right away after we start off with that opener in Denver uh, to really get a chance to kind of establish that 
uh, who we are, who we're going to be. You know, we're the new we're the new new guys in town. But uh, and as you mentioned, there there's not going to be able to get but what just under thirty thousand in there. It's be a hot so ticket. if we if we do what we expect to do and get off to a good start, uh, I imagine they'll be uh, it, it will be the hottest ticket in town. Coach Ling comes in, Philip, and we hear a lot about his preparation, his attention to detail, um, holding players accountable. What makes Coach Lynn such a good fit for this roster? Well, I think. Uh, you know, I think one one big uh, positive is he, he was a player in this league. You know, uh, he was a player in this league for a lot of uh, really good coaches. And then he's been on staffs with a lot of really good coaches as a coach. And so I think he sees it from both sides. I think that helps in his ability to relate to players and have that that feel factor of, of setting up schedules and doing all those things. And then I think the biggest thing is when people ask me to describe him in one word, it's hard, but I use the word matter of fact. I just think he's just matter of fact. And I think – I think uh, I think he would tell you the same. He just tells he just tells it like it is, and I think guys appreciate that. His candidness, his authenticness. He, he doesn't try to have this certain way to go about it just because he's the head coach. It's well, I'm just I'm a hearing coach how I've always coached, and 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 very very matter of fact. The fact that he's a player, I think, gives him even more credibility with the guys, and uh, it's been good so far. That's all you can ask for as, as a veteran in this league. Just matter of fact. You know what your job is. You know what is, what's expected of you. And one of the things he did was keep some continuity on offense with Ken Wisenhunt coming back. You know this offense. In what ways do you see it changing in terms of balance or uh, what, what Coach Lynn, he had a lot of success in the running game in Buffalo. We can talk about what Shady McCoy and Gillisley did. Um, what are you looking for in 2017 with this offense? Well, I think, uh, I think certainly anytime uh, any head coach uh, – which side of the ball they, they their background is, they're going to have some ideas and some things that they want to see. So certainly, Coach Lynn will will have some input there. Uh, but I think I think his philosophy lines up with what ours has been uh, with with Wiz is we want to be balanced. You know, we want to be balanced. We want to run the football. We want to mix in the play action, and and obviously we're not afraid to throw it uh, when we need to. But um, balance to me doesn't mean exactly 50-50 run pass. Sometimes it may mean, you know, with more passes than runs. Next game it may be just the opposite. It's just, uh, you know, but, but that is when we were at our best over the years, going all the way back from the days when Marty Schottner was here and Norv Turner and, and Mike and, and now Coach Lane. We've, we've been best when we've been balanced. And so um, the way Melvin ran last year, get Brandon Oliver back, uh, the way our guys up front are blocking, I think we will be balanced and uh, looking looking forward to it. Also, Keenan Allen. With Keenan Allen coming back, uh, one of the things that's really stuck out to me is the talent that you have on the outside with Travis Benjamin being healthy and, and Keenan Allen looks to be in midseason form. How important is Keenan Allen to this offense, and how does it change the way you guys play? You know, he goes out – first half of the first week of 2016 and, and you have to adjust on the fly yeah that was tough it was tough losing him he was off to a heck of a start I, no telling what what his numbers would have ended up last year and obviously how much he would have helped us winning football games but uh getting him back is huge he's just a guy that that has a knack for for winning against man coverage and uh and then has has a great understanding for the scheme uh he can play any position uh, in the slot outside, so it's great to have him back. You mentioned Travis, uh, Travis and Tyrell both. I mean, their biggest their biggest asset is their speed. I mean, they can really really run. So uh, they are both healthy. It'll be important to do our best to keep them healthy and keep them at top speed all the time because that is their biggest asset. And then and then getting Dontrell Emmon back was big. 
uh, getting Dontrell back. He's just he's just kind of the yeah, a little bit of an unsung hero, I think. I, he doesn't go underappreciated in this room, but he's not the guy that gets – you don't hear his name out there a lot. But I don't know what we would have done without him last year, and I expect him to be a big – uh, have a big impact for us again this year, and we'll see. If we can get Mike Williams back. We'll see. See who who, who some of those other guys that step up. But uh, it is a good group on the outside. And then the tight ends. We know what Antonio Gates is. Hunter Henry, eight touchdowns and limited snaps last year. I talked to him last week about the progression from year one to year two, and he said the game is slowing down for him. I know there's high expectations for him in 2017. What have you seen from Hunter this offseason going into training camp? Hunter's been. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to my brother back home or my dad and just said Hunter Henry is uh, is is awesome. I mean, he really has been uh, awesome this offseason. He was awesome last year, but I, you can really see what great strides he's making. And I think his answer to you is is very accurate. I think it's probably slowing down for him, and he's he has such an understanding now of the offense and what's expected of him on certain routes that now he's able to just be himself. You know, it's not yeah. Here's how the route's drawn in the book, and then put your little touch to it within the within our parameters and go and and he's really he, he he really understands now i think what's asked of him and just really turn it loose and play in and obviously you can't, can't mention the tight ends without mentioning antonio gates and having him back uh i still think he'll be a big pack, big factor for us uh it's going to be exciting that first touchdown he catches no doubt oh yeah uh, becoming the all-time leader in history uh, for tight ends catching touchdowns which is hard to believe uh credit to him for his what he's done in his career and and then, you know, Jeff Cumberland's had a good camp. Sean McGrath, uh, again, is just kind of the – does all the dirty work. He makes all the – he makes tough catches. He's in the trenches blocking. He runs down on special teams. So, it's a good group there, too. I, and I, I know I probably sound like – those listening, I probably sound like, golly, it sounds like you got you got an all-star team. But <laughs> but I, I, we, we are excited about what we have. Obviously, there's a lot of factors that go into winning a game on Sunday. But – uh, keep guys healthy, and, and we're going to have a chance. And, Philip, it doesn't hurt to go up against that Gus Bradley-led defense on a daily basis. That's new this year. Uh, what have you seen from Gus and just what that defense was last year and compared to this year and how the personnel fit what Gus likes to do? Yeah, I think that transition has been really good. You know, I, I've gone against, for the most part, the same defense in training camp for 13 seasons, you know, and, and throughout the season. So um, it was new for me. Uh, going against Gus's defense. Obviously, we have some history playing against him his time in Jacksonville. Uh, played the Seahawks every preseason, similar scheme. Played the Falcons last year, similar scheme. So we had some familiarity. But I think the biggest thing I've seen is, one, the guys have really bought into it and, and embraced the change. And then I think what Gus has done, too, is he's, he's, he's really uh, – he's always wanting to improve and get better. There, his, def- his scheme, his thoughts, and, and the defense. And, and I think that he's, he's – uh, you know, we've we've he's made us better, and I would like to think that we've made we've made the defense sure. better. Different tweaks he's made throughout the camp. Oh, we made him do this and do that, and he's certainly done that to us offensively. I know I know Wiz and I and the whole offensive staff and the guys have appreciated the challenge of going against just a different scheme because it helps you in the long run uh, when some coverages and things come up. Uh, when you get in the season, and then Casey Hayward, Jason Verrett coming back. When you have an elite corner tandem like that, again in practice, it makes your wide receivers better. It makes the offense in general better. How have those guys progressed in Gus's system? Yeah, I think they've they've it fits them. It fits them great. Um, Casey's had an awesome camp. It allows you to be awesome more versatile camp. too. On yeah, I, I think so. They mix it up, and but Casey's. 
Casey's had an awesome camp. He's really picked up where he left off. I think uh, Jason, you know, is easing his way back in. But um, he made some plays yesterday in practice that just like, okay, Jason looks like his old self. So I think those are going to come. It's a slow build. I've been trying to tell him, hey, slow build. We need you in 35 days. You know, we don't need you right now. So just keep improving and keep feeling more and more confident and, and, and get healthy. And so it's great to have those two guys out there. Philip, how excited are you this upcoming season? Like I said, it's, it's, there's been a transition, but I feel this renewed energy among this team, embracing this community and wanting to go out there and get wins for Los Angeles. How is this different besides the obvious for you this year? Well, I think uh, it's different just in that way. It's a new community. It's a new, uh, in some ways, it's a, it's, a, it's a new fan base. In some ways, there's Charger fans I know that have pulled for us even when we're down in San Diego that will still still be fans. So, yes. Uh, but I think the newness, just like anything, you know, I think there's always that unknown and that little bit of uncertainty. And as, but as it slowly gets here, you do get excited. And I think we're a team that's that's tired of losing. You know, we had four and twelve and five and eleven. We we're hungry to win. And I think we now have a group of guys, a new kind of core group of guys, mixed in, sprinkled in with some veterans that that uh, that have what it takes. So I, I think I think we we all, you know, I think every team this time of year thinks, oh, we're 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 going to be awesome. We're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, everybody. Kind of, month of hope right now it is but i really don't know and i'm by no means predicting that coming off you know two years where we didn't win more than five games but i i i really believe we have a chance you know i think there are some teams they are they know they're in transition yeah they're going to fight like crazy but nah, we're not there yet but i think that we have a chance and and i think that the players feel that the guys aren't guys we're, we're humans we know you see what we have we see what we have we see what we're capable of and I think that's what makes us excited is to know that, hey, we're in a heck of a division. It's a tough division. We've got our work cut out for us, but we, we, we can get it done. It's not a task that's too tall, and I think all that adds to the excitement. To get you out of here on this, fight for L.A., speaking of fight, that's been the mantra this offseason. I've seen some, some videos come out this week that it really it kind of jacks you up a little bit. What do you want football fans in Los Angeles to know about Phillip Rivers and the Chargers that they may not know right now? Well, uh, before I answer that, I feel like I mentioned everybody but the O line. So, mo- yeah, let's get the O line. Let's get the O line in there. I'm super pumped for those guys too. We talked about all the skill positions, and we got weapons everywhere. But it really can't go without those guys up front. Bringing Russell Okung, and he's been awesome there at left tackle. Get you, him away from a division rival. Too, yeah, to he's in, still from nice. a division rival. Moves Lawson to left guard. Uh, you know, Spencer Pulley has been in there at center. Dan Feeney's mixed in there too. Kenny Wiggins there at right guard along with Feeney, and however that whole thing shakes out, Joe Bark still has kind of been a staple over there at right tackle. So it's a good group. They 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 like one another. They like being around one another, and they're working well together. So they're the key. Going all the way back to where we were earlier in this interview. The, the run game, being balanced, being this, all those weapons, Keenan, Gage, Hunter, they get, they really make it go, and, and they take great pride in that in protecting and in blocking in the run game. And for, for Slam, obviously, it's a tough injury. You never want to see that. Uh, your heart breaks for him. But you, you do have some guys that can step in and, and make an immediate impact. No question. Those guys I mentioned, you throw in a Chris Harrison, who's played a lot of snaps for us last year. Tyreek is, is, is coming on and, and doing some nice things. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a deep group, and it'll all play, play its way out. But uh, you ask about what, what, what L.A. fans may not know. I, you know, I think, I think in the whole fight for L.A., in my mind, how that hits me is, hey, we're here amongst a lot of other sports teams professionally and and in college and and a lot of, a lot of other things to do uh in los angeles so uh we're not just gonna walk in here and then we're like oh cool we're we're chargers fans you know so we have to earn that and 
I, that's what I see it is. Hey, why should we pull for you instead of not just the Rams or the UCLA or USC or whoever it is? Why should that kind of be our favorite team? And I think uh, at least what I hope uh, comes to is that you see a group of guys that, that play with a great deal of passion. We're going to play with a great deal of passion and energy. We're going to play together. And then I think there's a lot of recognizable faces on this team that, that people can resonate with. That both that were awesome in college and that have turned into really good pro players, and um, I, so I, I think it's just it, it can become a team uh, that 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 LA's proud of, and I, and I and I really think we do have to earn it. But I think too, I think we're I think we're an authentic group. You know, we're not. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of uh, you know hiding behind the curtain with us. I mean, I think we're just you kind of see what you get. Uh, a lot of real people in this locker room on this team, and I think. Uh, people anywhere, whatever city you're in, can appreciate that. The first step is Sunday against the Seahawks, the first preseason game at StubHub Center. He's Phillip Rivers. Phillip, can't thank you enough for your time. Thank you. All right, that'll do it for today's Chargers Training Camp Podcast. A big thanks to Phillip Rivers for joining me. And a reminder to download the Chargers app for iOS and Android, and be sure to follow all the Chargers social media platforms and Chargers.com to stay up to date for all things related to training camp. Until next time, we'll see you soon.